0: Is
1: no fluke. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Super Bowl 56. This is the Rich Eisen Show. show. You know,
0: show. I think if you would have told me before the season that we'd be going to the Super Bowl, I probably would have called you crazy.
1: Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
0: It's intercepted, and Craven Howard which is the NFC Championship game.
1: Today's guests, Rams offensive tackle Andrew Whitworth, Pro
2: Football Hall of Famer Marshall Falk, plus Championship Sunday recap
1: and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show at 844-204-RICH, hopefully is you. I've got my friends Chris Brockman and I've got yeah, Mike Del Tufo across man? the way here on this Monday after championship Sunday. T.J. Jefferson, good to see you here what in up, hour Rich. number two. Uh, Overreaction Monday, a championship Sunday edition of it is coming up in this hour. Marshall Falk from The Greatest Show on Turf will be joining us in hour number three. He was in SoFi Stadium last night, I know, because I watched much of the game standing right next to him. So um, it was uh, a lot of fun seeing him last night. We'll recount some of his impressions of uh, the Rams win over the 49ers. And uh, and then, of course, the Bengals beating the Chiefs to make it Bengals at uh, SoFi Stadium is the home team, believe it or not, because it's the AFC's year to be the home team taking on the Los Angeles Rams in their home stadium. For Super Bowl 56 and a man back in the Super Bowl he made it with the team in his first year with the Rams it was Sean McVay's first year interestingly enough though this time around he's taking on the team that drafted him he is Andrew Whitworth here again on the Rich Eisen show how are you Andrew
3: I'm good Rich appreciate you having me on man
1: thanks for joining all right um congrats <laughs> uh, what's going through your mind right now as you're tooling around Los Angeles right now
3: man it's you know what it's, it's it's wild rich it's hard hard to get it all together you know it's it's that day where you're, you're happy and then you're also just trying to figure out how you got where you are and a lot of excitement and all that but uh be a fun two weeks that's for sure
1: i know um and uh, so well, take me into the locker room last night after it was all over what was that like NFL? oh
3: man you know that that whole thing on the field and the celebration and just you know just it gets uh you know, just a great, a great opportunity to show your gratitude to all the people in the building that, that make up what uh, what is your organization. And that was a lot of fun, a lot of great energy and, and really a, just a special moment you get to have with all those people that, you know, not just the players, but everybody that's been so invested all throughout the year and uh, getting to that pinnacle really means a lot to so many different people and families and everything else. Uh, it was really special. The hugs, the embraces, the pictures. Um, and just the overall excitement of everybody.
1: Speaking of hugging and embracing, we're showing a photograph right now, Andrew, of you sharing one with Sean McVay. Can you let us be a fly on the wall? What was this one like when you saw him last night? What'd you say? Uh,
3: Really special. I mean, obviously, our relationship has been extremely unique in the five years we've been here together, and and, um, you know, I think something to us, you know, uh, it's been a lot of time on and off the field, spending together, philosophizing over ball and culture, and everything else and so uh it's always always really cool when we get to share some of those moments uh where we get to enjoy some of the some of the long talks the long evenings that we spend uh talking about what's right and and enjoying what you know we've been able to both be a part of and build here in,
1: in l.a is this i mean when you're going your, through your process you and your wife and family about doing this one more time is this what you dreamt of obviously Andrew?
3: I mean, I don't know if I could have dreamed a better scenario uh, than, than really how this year's played out and, and um in a lot of different ways, Rich. I mean I think there's you know, things you're involved in and things you're not. I mean, even having some games where I've had to miss for injury and having a young guy like Joe Noteboom that I've, you know, mentored since the day he got here and see him come in and, and play well and get and win games for us and and then, you know, cause you, you almost get to see the totality of all of it. And then some of the things that we've been able to do, and young guys rise up, and uh, it's just been so special. And then now to be, to be playing a franchise that I poured my heart and soul into for 11 years, and, uh, you know, for them to be where they are and have a relationship with all of those folks, I couldn't be more grateful, honestly. just it's, uh, As I said, my heart's full for both, both franchises, and I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I mean, your wife tweeted out a photograph of you embracing, saying it's all worth it so that's got to be cool to see that from your wife right andrew
3: yeah i mean it's uh it is it, you know there's a lot that goes into it you know sacrificing things that you don't get to be around for your kids for and and different family moments and and uh you know and there's a lot of sacrifices that my wife makes and my kids make for me to get to do this and um you know i, th- I think it uh makes it all worthwhile when you get to these kind of
1: moments Andrew Whitworth here on the Rich Eisen show, and again, it is kind of wild. It's the Bengals too, and an LSU quarterback quarterbacking them too. Andrew, this is kind of freaky to me. I wonder what likes you. It
3: is, you know. I mean, uh, to think that uh, last December, Joe Joe Burrow uh, is fresh off of his uh, ACL surgery, and I'm I'm uh, trying to rehab a PCL and MCL tear, and we're sitting in my house watching NFL football games together on a Sunday, both in crutches and knee braces and then now for us to be playing each other in the super bowl uh it's it's just been a wild year i'll put it that way
1: so you and joe burrow rehab together andrew
3: no he just we had the same team dr elitros did his surgery and so i never actually met joe or talked to him while he was at lsu i sent him some messages over the time he was there but we've never met uh and obviously when he got to cincinnati uh, through me knowing Zach Taylor really well, you know, I I got to hear about him a lot. But when I heard that he was out here in L.A. doing his rehab with Dr. Elotrosch, I reached out to him, and he came over to the house, and um, we spent some time together watching NFL football, and um, and then he also came over for the draft when they drafted Jamar Chase this year. So we've we've uh, <laughs> we've had some time to hang out and get to know each other over the last year, and and uh, now for us both to be in the Super Bowl is uh, pretty crazy,
1: dude. I I did not know that. So he's at the draft and he that's how he learns officially that Jamar Chase, LSU teammate was going to be his professional teammate. You're all LSU Tigers together. I mean Yeah,
3: we're Come we're on. Sitting in my house watching watching the draft together.
1: So then I guess your impressions of Joe Burrow then before we get to your quarterback. Oh, I mean, David. I you know,
3: I've I've always been on record saying he's going to be really special. That time I got to spend with him last year when he was injured, just hearing how his mind works and, and really just the, the way he's wired, uh, extremely rare. And, um, he's gonna be a real special one for a really long time. And, um, I, I walked away from that day I spent with him thinking that, uh, wow, you know, th- here's the next, you know, the next Peyton, the next Tom, the next, I mean, what Drew Brees, whoever you wanna call it. This guy is extremely, extremely rare, and, and he's going to be a really good one for a long time. Andrew
1: Whitworth here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. What does making the Super Bowl mean for Stafford, the guy who's back you literally and figuratively have, Andrew?
3: Oh, I think it's so awesome. I mean, when you look at a guy like Staff and, and really how good he's been but just hasn't been in a great situation for so long, to come here and take advantage of the op, I mean – you know, it's, it's, it's all this pressure when you get him that he, you know, had to take on, and it's like everyone expects you to do this and that, but you still have to go out and perform. You still have to actually make it all come to life. And, and for him to do that and lead us the way he has, uh, man, I can't imagine what a feeling. It's got to be a gratification for him um, to not only have the pressure and the expectation to be a difference maker, but to actually be it. Uh, it's got to be a, a really cool feeling and something that gives you a, a you know, a real – positive belief in yourself and what you're capable of to be able to see it through like this
1: yeah I mean it's a perfect way to put it you know to hear, to have it and then be it <laughs> yeah. that is that is it sounds so simple but it is so very difficult how was he last night when you got a chance to have maybe a quiet moment with him
3: yeah I mean we spent some time after the game and then uh, and then later that night we got together a little bit and yeah I am mean, just emotional and, and you could tell just so grateful uh you know and that's who he is i mean his character is is second to none he's, a, he's an awesome guy an awesome human and and uh that's that's what makes it fun as well and so um i'm sure he's enjoying his girls and and his wife kelly and then we're probably spending some time being grateful today and and uh they should be i mean we're 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 grateful to have him we're grateful for what he's done to get us where we are and and uh, I, I can't imagine he's. I can imagine he's probably pretty emotional today.
1: And what about a fellow LSU Tiger in Odell? What does it mean, do you think, for him, your teammate, to make the Super Bowl here in Los Angeles after him coming here middle of the season, Andrew Whitworth? What do you think of that?
3: Yeah, it's wild. You know, Rich, all these things fall into place. I, I can remember actually when we were in the Super Bowl against the Patriots in, in the end of eighteen season, uh, seeing Odell at one of the. Uh, NFLPA events and uh, him giving me a hug and begging for a chance for us to play together and us talking about it really since then we've always just kind of chatted about it and for it to come to life this year uh, it's just been so crazy and uh, here we are with an opportunity to go play in a Super Bowl and uh, get a chance to try and hoist that Lombardi so I you know it's it's one of those things all just seems to come together for a really cool moment and And uh, like I said, I mean, I I couldn't be more ecstatic about the situation, and circumstance of this whole thing and and who I'm doing it with.
1: So, um, do you think this might not have happened if um, y'all didn't run into Stafford in Cabo about a year ago this time? Yeah,
3: I mean, pretty wild to think that uh, exactly a year ago yesterday um, that happened and and, uh, the trade went through, so. It's a wild, been a wild year, as we said last night. What what a 365 days that's been, and uh, you know what? It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's a script for a movie or something. I don't know. It's it's pretty wild.
1: And I just in a few minutes I have left with you, Andrew Whitworth. I, I was talking about how the Niners had an opportunity to win on your turf, right, and play the Super Bowl on your turf, and that would be a calling card they they could place onto the Rams every single year forevermore i'm wondering if that was part of yesterday obviously the trip to the super bowl is there's no higher stakes other than the game you're about to play but i'm wondering if that crept into your minds like not on that field not in that manner not on that day yesterday andrew
3: yeah i'm sure throughout the week those thoughts you know go through your mind of uh how rough a couple weeks that would probably be for for you um having them be in your city and enjoying a Super Bowl trip and, and possibly winning one um would be tough. And I'm you know, but at the end of the day, the biggest thing we knew is that they're an extremely good football team and have a lot of really good football players and we knew we were gonna have to play our absolute best and there was gonna be bumps along the road and we were gonna have to be in that thing till the very last second. And um, you know what? It proved to be that way. But man, what a, what a football team they are! I mean, I couldn't have more respect for a team and their players, and and really the way they operate and, and how they compete. I mean, it's been extremely impressive to watch this season. And, and we knew we, it was going to take our best to win.
1: No, no, and I know it's a it's a sensitive subject, but I'm going to go there anyway. That the idea that you have to go silent snap count so often in your building, uh, with with a diehard. Uh, nails um rival uh on the other side what what is that like Andrew?
3: yeah it's tough it is tough it, it's a tough situation but you know what um they have a great following a great crowd that that, uh, that follows them and it's all kind of always been that way I can remember even in Cincinnati when they'd come there a um, the few times we played them just what a what a insane following of crowds and how well they travel and stuff and it's impressive but uh, it makes it tough, but it also makes it ever every bit as sweet, man because all those people got to watch us win.
1: It's <laughs> a good answer um all right, and that's uh, a
3: really nice way right there <laughs> you know what
1: because you know i I saw your Instagram too. I don't know if you want to visit that here or not, but you know um about tickets and things like that.
3: Andrew Oh yeah, it's all good,
1: okay, all right, so uh last one for you. I'll just come straight out and ask you, do you think super Bowl fifty six is your last game? Andrew Whitworth, what do you think?
3: Uh, I'm pretty confident. I would say it's a much higher percentage that it is than it isn't. So, um, you know, for us, I, just, I think it's coming to that point in my life where I'm ready to do something else, and I've had a lot of fun. i got a lot of people here I love and invested in, and, and I'm ready to watch them do their thing. And uh, I'm, I'm going to try and go out one last ride.
1: And then so if this is, in fact, all right, um, what does it mean that you did it? You came back, man. You rehabbed, you came back, and you are in the Super Bowl. Not just that, but it is a home Super Bowl. You stay in your home, I'm assuming. Um, You know, what does that mean, Andrew, for you?
3: Uh, You know, it's something I think I'll have a better grasp on over the years. But, you know, right now, uh, just something that's like, you know, it's hard for me to not get emotional to even think about just um, to overcome, really, last year's injury and to be where I'm at and to be in this moment. And, have helped us get to where we are. Um, it's really special for me and my family. And we know the dedication it took and, and really the blessings and, and everything that were involved to be where we are. And, and, and more importantly, to, to be doing it with people that we couldn't love and appreciate and be happier to be doing it with. And, um, that, that's what's made it really special for me is when I look across our building, there's so many people that I want to go in for and, and every single week and, um, I think that's what makes it special and then something we really enjoy and uh we're just we're just very, very extremely grateful uh to be where our feet are and um hmm. couldn't be happier to, to have it all happen like this. I mean to play Cincinnati, a place we care and love love so much and have a lot of people there we believe in and, and uh care about and then also to be here and invested in and love this building. Uh what a what a cool story.
1: I love it. I love it. Andrew, I couldn't be happier for you. Really couldn't be happier for you and your family. Congratulations on all. I appreciate it, Rich. You got it. Oh, last one for you. Are are you going to be in in the visitors' locker room? Are the Bengals taking your locker room? Do they have the ability to do that for the Super Bowl? Do you know? Uh, I think
3: that the locker room's We're still in ours in there, and the other one, but um, I'm not totally sure on that. But I think that somebody told me that um, last week. Yeah, I think we're still in our locker room.
1: Okay, because you know it's been a long time since you took your stuff out of a locker. So the you know you know like yeah, I think
3: the way SoFi is built is uh, there's multiple. So
1: oh, uh, my bad. Yeah, they had some money left over after the five and a half billion. Is what you're saying? (laughs) My bad. Uh, My bad. There's
3: there's a little space in there.
1: Okay, fantastic. Andrew congrats let's talk over the next couple weeks I'll, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll reach out thanks for the time
3: appreciate it Rich you're the that's best good.
1: that's the best Andrew Whitworth right there a Super Bowl 56 left tackle at the age of 40 Tom Brady was the last 40 year old to play in the Super Bowl here's another one amazing or these the new 30 guys it is that Whit. yeah it's funny I, th- I should say this right here then because Susie just Instagram this one out today on her uh, stories. It's kind of funny for that line. Hold on a minute. Of course, I don't have it ready. Here we go. Keep tap dancing. No, I'm I'm just going to tell you. Here here it is. I I saw this. This is funny. Um, Oh, God, now it's gone. (laughs) Something like, you know, like, she keeps hearing, what, Fifty is the new forty, or something like that. Just like oh. what you said, and forty, 40 is the new thirty. 30 yeah. But all you know is that getting older. Is nine p.m. is the new midnight?
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's how yeah. that is. One? New five yeah. for me, Rich. That's what right. I said.
1: Well, that's what Brockman <laughs> was last night. He was in bed by what seven forty. I
2: was in bed at seven fifty last night.
1: What? Wow. What happened? Oh, he's old. It
2: was amazing. Uh, we had a friend of ours got married on uh, Saturday, so oh, okay. we were at a wedding and okay. just uh, you know, oh, a little exhausted. Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: I had a, I, I, had a I had I a, had a ceremony known as a uh, early ass uh, call time, the um, uh, two weeks after oversleeping for the first time in my 26 year career. So I did not have a very great night's sleep on Saturday and uh, Sunday. Like it was well, late every half hour. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, what yeah. time? What, it? what, what do we it? got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I, I answered the bell though. All six hours. <laughs> you now. did, Rich. Thank you. thank you, thank you. We always do. Phone calls when we come back and overreaction Monday as well. So, as you just heard from Andrew Whitworth talking about Joe Burrow and um, Joe Burrow right now doing what he's doing on a professional national football stage after what he did in the collegiate level. Everybody's talking about LSU football. Once again, maybe sending one of the all-time best to the next level at quarterback. And so the LSU brand is as sterling as it has ever been. Uh, and here's the latest example of it that went viral on Twitter. Go ahead and hit it. Oh, there it is. There's uh, Brian <laughs> Kelly. Oh, wait a minute. I'm told this is the exact opposite. I don't know what he's doing. What
0: are we doing?
2: Is he laying? This is with the, him over Danny the
1: Lewis. Um, this is Danny Lewis, the uh, junior, the uh, tight end recruit that they're celebrating by dancing to. And I guess the, is this is this good? Oh. I mean, I should ask Zan. is this the good TikTok stuff? I mean...
2: I don't think so.
1: Dancing behind him and Weird. apparently he's done this also. He did it with uh, Walker Howard, right? So he's done that with as well. This is this is what he's doing? He's dancing and I don't. Uh, who came with this idea? I don't know. And what um, are you do? It's not a great one. No. You know what that is? I, 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 it is um, as I tweeted out. This is the yummy rat poison. <laughs> I would love if, please, please, if 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 we're all looking for content. Clearly, LSU's looking for content. They're like, let's do this. It's young. Maybe maybe players love it and it's great on TikTok. And and yeah, this maybe. guy is as crazy like a fox. And he's having maybe he's also having the time of his life too, Brian Kelly, because this is the sort of stuff you don't do at Notre Dame. Yeah, no, exactly. Like this is the, he's yeah, exactly. he's literally in the SEC letting his freak flag fly for the first time, and you know he doesn't have to have the the. Um, the seriousness of Notre Dame football anymore, and he's having fun. So I know that I'm looking at it, wondering what he's up to, but here, if, if, if we're looking for content, please, Alabama, have somebody shoot video, GoPro, whatever you want showing this to Nick Saban and put that on your Twitter account, please. Please. I, I his unvarnished reaction, whatever it is, somebody had to have shown him the. hey coach, you gotta take a look at this. Hand him a phone and see his reaction. Or, or 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 say to him, This is a hugely popular thing at LSU. Yeah, we should, we doing- should do it. And that's oh like God. punk him. Like punk him, right? Like an old Ashton Kutcher right. punking. There's no way. Sit him down and say, Hey coach, this look how many millions of views. we, we you know, we could we could LSU's beating us at the TikTok game, Coach. Like, can you? <laughs> like, like, well, and and, and put that you. on your Twitter feed, Alabama. Please, I'm begging you. I just they want to just hear. Last. How great would that be?
2: Be pretty great. Oh, I want to hear him
1: describe. Coach, makeup. we're getting beat by, by uh, by Brian Kelly. More at what? TikTok. Please do that.
2: I'm, I'm very into this idea.
1: Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, <laughs> with our terrestrial radio outfit, where I just showed <laughs> Brian Kelly dancing with right. the recruits at LSU and Alabama. Should punk Nick Saban. I know that's a a dicey proposition for anybody working for Alabama Crimson Tide football. But just please go up to him and make it seem like we've got an idea. (laughs) This has come up from our social media department. We're getting beat at at, at the social media game right now by LSU. Brian Kelly is dancing with recruits, getting millions of views. I think we should try this.
2: Punking Nick Saban. Punking Nick Saban uh, is a great fantasy team name. Very good.
0: He give it a whirl, doing. see
1: how it goes. Or you troll on LSU by having him do that. That's what we uh, do. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, the, the choice of Brian Kelly to do the John Travolta
2: yeah, with the, sort the of Pulp fiction. Pulp, fiction, Pulp fiction,
1: dancing with Uma Thurman move, Oh, it's next level. You
2: can take a personal choice. Jack Rabbit Slim. Can no.
1: we do that? Can we put out on the Rich Eisen right. Show that video, <laughs> use that, and and overlay the song that John Travolta did dance to? In Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Is that a good idea, or that's just too, it's just too, too inside?
0: No, yeah. I like it. I got I love it. Can we do that, <laughs> like TJ? Sure. We'll figure that out. Are, Are you just, just saying that, or you really don't do do
1: want to spend your time, do do your time doing
0: that? I, I mean, I got some free time this afternoon, for okay, sure. Okay. I can knock that Excellent. out.
1: Rich
2: Raider's 2 p.m. Pacific press conference call. For
1: Josh yeah. McDaniels, right?
2: I would assume so. Oof.
1: Here we go. You guys all thought he was going to be the next coach. Dude, in- uh, you know, I mean, here you can, can, can I dive into this one? That tells me
2: Bill's not retiring. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah.
1: That was as you and I had the same reaction to Bill is coming back for twenty twenty two. Like what? 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 He wasn't. Are you talking about? Yeah. Like what? That's. I don't know. He's as energized and as engaged as ever. He's got Man. a young quarterback there that clearly is the right choice. Yeah. And they made the playoffs. And 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 then you know, clearly he's going to have this thing set up for a long time to come. He's apologizing to reporters for being too brusque. He's changing brusque. A role. I mean, come on! Like he's he's, he's changing. He's rich. totally different. But I will say this about the McDaniel's hire: two things. One, I would be concerned for you, Chris, that you know this guy is a terrific coach. Yeah, really. All right, who is a without a doubt one of the reasons why Mac Jones looked the way yeah. that he looked. I think you're right. Okay, and so in the same way that I turned to TJ. And I'm like, hey, man, you better not lose Dan Quinn for all those young kids. Mm-hmm. You just lost a huge piece of the puzzle as to why, you know, this kid looked as well as he looked. Maybe do you reach and go get Bill O'Brien out of uh, out of Alabama and bring him back? I, know. I mean, yeah, maybe. why wouldn't you knock on the same doors and just, I don't know, like I, it'll be keen to see who they yeah. – or who will wind up in the press guide once they put it out later <laughs> on this fall as offensive coordinator because right, right. they're going to keep it under wraps and keep yeah. us guessing all the way through to then? That's usually the way it works. Also, Rich, that's pro bowler Mac Jones. That's true. That's right. Pro bowler Who Mac. said they're not going for Mac to be the alternate to step up? Is, was it uh, Burrow? Because
2: uh, well, Burrow yeah, made Burrow it. Burrow obviously can't, can't right. go now. Or, or yeah, did sure.
1: did, uh, did Mahomes say, you know, ooh, my arm. Ooh.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Oh. <laughs> That's what Aaron Rodgers... Oh, my toe! <laughs> oh, I, I, I Brady toe. also not playing in the Pro Bowl. Didn't Cousins make it because uh, Rodgers? Rodgers sent Kirk Cousins to the Pro Bowl. Cousins, he owns yeah, the Bears and he sends the Vikings quarterbacks to the Pro Bowl. Let me just hit this, too, about McDaniels <laughs> and, and more, of the, more the of the coaching. All right? All right. I, I, the Raiders are going the same route that uh, the Lions tried, the same route that the Texans tried... Keep going, right? Keep going. The, oh, that that. Browns. The Browns tried. Everybody keeps. the Jets tried with man genie with the man yeah. genius. Yeah. Everybody keeps taking fruit from the Belichick vine, and it is very difficult to re- replicate it for various reasons. One is the person you're hiring is what's the way to put it, not Bill Belichick. <laughs> and two. Yeah. Two, it took Belichick, and this is one thing maybe for McDaniels, is that you you have to put into place the Belichick way after you've won there, right? Like people are just bam, put their stamp down on guys who are just like, who is this guy? I know who's, I know he's his, he's his assistant. It just doesn't seem to work when the stamp gets put before the winning. And maybe, just maybe, for McDaniels, it took Belichick the second time to get it successfully correct. One would say his tenure in Cleveland was ended by the Browns moving, okay? He did actually make the playoffs and beat Bill Parcells in the playoffs, correct? Yeah. In Cleveland, so we'll see if McDaniels gets it right the second time, because the first time in Denver was no bueno. I mean, he drafted Demarius Thomas and Tebow yeah. there, and everyone's like, what are you doing? Yeah, and they things. won six in a row. Remember, they started one year six in a row, and then it fell completely apart. I remember, they beat
2: the Pats, and he was like fist pumping. Fell side totally apart. Yeah.
1: Let's see if this does work in Vegas
2: I would say Derek Carr is probably pretty happy today.
1: I don't know, unless he feels like – think about it. Everywhere, you know, Belichick, first thing he did is he got rid of Bernie Kosar. That's what made him instantly unpopular yeah. and brought in he's Vinny Testaverdi. How do you know? They might have come in and said, look, we don't want to pay Derek Carr, and he's out. He's, he can play though. I know that. Or he's going to – like, I guess that will be part of the press conferences. What are you going to do about Derek Carr? Literally the first question.
2: Should be. Derek Carr in Tampa might be nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what Tampa's now? Tampa's now in the quarterback market. Yes.
2: Jimmy G going to Tampa? Hold on. Allegedly. Oh, right now,
1: Tampa is planning on being in the quarterback market. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we that's don't know we anything. We expect, expect, expect Tampa, Tampa, Tampa yeah, to exactly. be in the quarterback market. <laughs> as Tom plans to. Re- the whole business, too. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Let me just hit this one more time. We will take phone calls. All right, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. This is my problem. I'm writing this down to hit this later on. The whole plans too fast.
2: I mean we could do 6 hours today. Okay.
1: One phone call real quick here. Uh let's go to um Peter in South Korea. has been waiting forever. South Korea. I'm sorry if you've been racking up your charges. What's up Peter?
0: <laughs> hey guys, good morning. Good morning. What's up? Peter? Yes. Happy Lunar New Year, guys. I
1: guess also. thank you. What do we say happy Tuesday to you? Yeah. Is that what we say Tuesday, to you?
0: Ed. Uh yeah, happy Tuesday, I okay. guess.
1: Very good. Okay. <laughs> well we're about to do overreaction Monday here in the uh United States. So what's <laughs> on your mind?
0: Uh, you know, uh, it's it's a, it's the year of the Tiger this year and we uh we got some Bengals in the Super Bowl, oh. we got some LSU Tigers in the Super Bowl. It's a good year. Okay. You know? So I'm okay. I'm hyped for the Batman to be to lead the Bengals in, into into victory in SoFi. You know, the Rams be damned. I'm I'm going Bengals all the way, man.
1: You know what? Bengals fever has reached all the way to South Korea. We love being an international show right here. It's really incredible. I like that. And Tiger Woods, we saw him come back, right, with his son, right? Out there. You're a Tiger. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. You be well. Over there in South Korea. Taking calls. All right. Over, international, rich, national baby, a man of mystery. You know what 204 Rich, more phone calls still to come. You're on hold. Stay on hold. Enjoy this post-championship Sunday edition of Overreaction Monday. That was terrible.
0: That was crap.
1: That was garbage.
2: That was this place sucks.
1: Overreaction Mondays.
2: Monday. 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 All right. Okay, guys. Hey, you know what we're not talking about today? NFL overtime. You want to know why? It's just fine. NFL overtime works exactly as it should, as it is. No
1: change needed. You know what, Chris? (sighs) You're You're supposed to act like you've been there before in the NFL, right? Don't spike the football. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I was going to tweet this out. I was going to tweet this out, um, but I didn't want to because I thought Bills fans would take it. Like I'm trolling on them.
2: Well, Josh Allen but tweeted what, out uh, yesterday too.
1: What did he tweet? He, was, what you... he
2: was, uh, with the coin toss. He was just like, uh, "Yeah, you got it, Mike. I don't want to misquote." No, I mean, but he, yeah, Allen, pain. But...
1: He wrote pain.
2: Because
1: oh. the Chiefs won the toss. Well, you know what also happened yesterday? The Bengals squibbed it at one point, yep. and the Chiefs got it on their twenty and killed four seconds. Correct. Trying to return it. Correct. Just showed you how it's done. And how it's done is you can lose the toss, stop the other team, and then win the game. game. (laughs) game. Like, that's the way the overtime rules work for whoever loses the toss. You know, so I agree, Chris. That is a proper reaction. And the overreaction came last week. No
2: no change, right? And there's not going to be any change?
1: Oh, I think this sealed no change. I think think no change is uh, in the rafters. You could put that banner up at the competition committee meeting right now. All
2: right, Rich. I wrote this one last night. So this was before you had even brought up the possible comparison. But Joe Burr, guys best big game young quarterback since tb 2 I'm
1: telling you Chris, you, you. this is, I can't imagine, you gave me serious pushback in the A block of this program. I know, but this is an overreaction. And over, then you yeah, get yeah. this overreaction and I'm telling you what's coming for the Super Bowl, certainly if Brady's plans to retire and the expectation that we have that he's going to retire actually leads to a retirement and the nostalgia of all things Brady will be in its first bloom that here comes a kid like joe burrow albeit drafted one without the 99 behind it and albeit missing his first full year of starting with a knee injury not because he was starting behind somebody with a hundred million dollar contract like brady did behind bledsoe but coming in year two to take on the rams In a game that nobody thinks that his team's got a shot, even though Vegas has them four-point underdogs without the one in front of it, like Brady's team was against those Rams. It's coming. Get ready for this storyline. It's going to be hammered like crazy. Not an overreaction to be talking about it. Obviously, to sit here and be able to crown him as such right now, Let's see how he plays first. He's got to get this Super Bowl to really get this conversation going. That he's got one in his second year, which is a great way to start if you're going to try and get seven championships and ten appearances out of the way. Yeah, nobody
2: has ever won a national championship Heisman Trophy and a Super
1: Bowl. No one's ever done it. He could do it in three years. Well... Correct, because, what, um, at quarterback, right? At quarterback. Because Marcus Allen won a Heisman right. Trophy at and then f- a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. Did he win a national championship at, at, at USC? USC? I don't believe all so. Right. What else, Chris?
2: Okay. The Bengals were awesome. They deserve all the credit they're doing, but I, I don't want to let the Chiefs off the hook, okay? This was the worst home loss in AFC Championship game
1: history. Ah, that's an overreaction. I, I mean... That's an overreaction.
2: What's a, no, what's a better one? Well, the I don't know. I guess, I
1: guess when you blow 18 points, you know. And a chance to the score Colt, before the half. And... Right, the Colts came back from an 18-point deficit At against home. the Patriots, but they were the home they team. They
2: were the
1: home team. I don't know, man. Um, if the Bengals go on to win the Super Bowl and, and, and start performing as well as we think they can perform over the next few years, then that's not that big of an upset. Then, then the up then the crazy ups. 21-3
2: to three with a chance to tack on points before the half, and they get the ball to start they, the third quarter. They
1: blew it. They blew it. I, I just can't think off the top of my head to say it's the worst ever that's ever been had by anybody. Rich, the segment is overreaction. So that's why I'm saying it's an overreaction. What else?
2: Okay, here's another one. This was the last year the door is officially shut on the Chiefs' AFC
1: dominance. That's, that's an overreaction, too. Why? why? Why wouldn't it? Why, why couldn't they get it together next year and the, actually okay, win it again next year? Here we go. Here we go.
2: Look at the quarterbacks that we have in the AFC. Yes. We got Joe Burrow now playing in the Super Bowl in year two. We got Josh Allen. We got Justin Herbert, who we all love. We got Mac Jones. Say what you will. We got Aaron Rodgers probably going to the AFC. That's five, maybe six. Derek Carr still good. Raiders have a new coach.
1: Just in the AFC. So let me flip it. When Brady was doing his thing, Peyton Manning was in the AFC, right? Yeah, but they kept winning. Uh Right. That's my point. That also... Brady went three out of four to start his career. Stop, stop, stop. Hold on a minute. Hold on. When Brady was dominant, okay, they also in the AFC had Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Phillip Rivers, three guys who... will. Most likely, with Philip too sharing a bus room with okay. with uh, with Tom. Fair. Okay. Um, let me see off the top of my head as well. Uh, what, what Steve McNair was playing football around that time as well, right? Right. he went ten years without winning one, though. I know, I know that. But then he did come back and dominate again. One, yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. So that's why I'm saying Last for you to sit Chiefs here and topic. talk to me about how all the great quarterbacks that there are in the AFC means that the door is now shut on on Mahomes and the Chiefs being dominant in the I'm AFC. Overreacting. I'm, I'm telling you, it's an overreaction. Like we're going down the same road okay. again. All right, here's one more. Like you, like you push back when I, I say know, it's I like, know, like
2: I know. I just like, want you to agree with me. Okay.
1: All right, one more on
2: the on the Chiefs stuff. The Mahomes mystique kind of took of a big hit uh, yesterday. There's no question. Took a big hit. No doubt. What was he doing in the second
1: half? No doubt. No doubt about that. Not an overreaction. And it will be up to him to perform in the manner that I just mentioned is still possible to dominate. It is going to be on him to do that. Because last year's Super Bowl loss was put on the offensive line. This one is on the shoulders of Mahomes. And in between the temples of Mahomes, you're already seeing the all 22 of some guys. You sh- you were showing me before the before the yeah the final the show yeah, like, right before the right overtime. the sack that he took that did lead to Butker still splitting the uprights to force overtime. There were wide open guys, yeah, Kelsey and and, and, Pringle, and a open. great pocket yep. as well. I don't know what was going on. He'll survive it. He'll Obviously. bounce back. He's still Patrick Mahomes. But in terms of uh oh, that's Mahomes. We, we it's going to be tough to go in his building. But the last two guys to have done it in his building to beat him. Brady and Joe Burrow. (laughs) I'm telling you, get ready for that over the next two weeks for those dots to be more and more connected. They already were when we were talking about him coming out of LSU and I'm looking at his tape. How many people were like, I I know it's kind of crazy to say and it's too much to put on this young kid, but he looks like Brady. We heard that a lot. I just remember As he hearing, was coming out of LSU getting ready to be drafted. I just remember hearing about Burrow. He that it. he had small hands, like that was. He tweeted that out that too. That's what I remember hearing. I don't remember any Tom Brady talk. So, so you no, know, there was a lot of. Look it up on our show. We had a couple of analysts say, you know, he kind of yeah has a decision-making ability and, a, and an ability to get the ball out quickly and be accurate like Brady. All
2: right, I want to put it. I, I want to put it. Put it. Put, it, put it in this because it'd be a full segment. I want to ask you about the Bills. 90s run and the Chiefs run we just had. Just don't let me forget about that. Bill's 90s. chiefs. All right. right,
1: let's move on. When you want to talk about that, like now or another time? No, because it's, it could take oh, you up got a whole okay, okay, you up got one my, last, I still have a few more. A few, few more? more.
2: Rich, okay. I was hot last night. All right. The most important piece of the Rams offense. Right. Odell, Odell Beckham. Yeah,
1: man. I, I, no, First 100-yard no, game since week 6, and it's 2019. Terrific. It's the run game. It's still will always the non existent run,
2: run game yesterday.
1: The non existent run game yesterday, it will still always, it's always still going to be the run game. That'll be the key to, you're going to hear that quite a bit. That's what the Chiefs should have done against the Bengals yesterday when they're putting eight guys back in coverage, just they run were the ball. begging them to run the ball. So if they do it that off. to Stafford, you know what's coming at you? Cam Akers is coming at you, and Sonny Michelle's coming at you. That's the difference. Odell's been awesome, though. He's been few terrific. Weeks, He's been great. Cop, bro. I mean, come
2: on now. No, but Odell.
1: Odell being terrific is a delight to see and him in the Super Bowl is what awesome. America like if that this guy can't... does his one-handed grab stuff in the Super Bowl like he did on that Monday night years ago was it Sunday night it was Sunday night okay. for because I remember Al and Chris were calling it In death. Uh, stuff that we will be seeing forever he pulls that in the Super Bowl and I hope for his sake he does sorry Bengals fans alright two more yeah Jimmy G played his final game for the 49ers not an overreaction I think he has I told you that coming in. I told you he was going to play his last game for the Niners either in in the playoffs. Even if it was winning the Super Bowl, they were going to trade him. That's a fact. I, I, I would be stunned if he's still on this team next year. It's Trey Lance's gig, people, for a million reasons. What else you got over there?
2: Is it Trey Lance's gig in San Francisco or is it Tom Brady's?
1: Are you, read it out loud. I want the radio audience to hear your last overreaction.
2: Tom Brady will be the 49ers quarterback next season. He wanted to go there originally. So stupid. Okay. When, when John Lynch and Bill Belichick talked on the phone, who was the first quarterback that John Lynch asked Uh, for? I
1: got it. I got it. I got it. You can say it into the microphone. So he's, he's, he's he's doing doing all this. To, yeah. to tell the Bucks I'm done right? But and then come out of – okay. His this, last spite season will be in San Francisco. You have really uh, – are you still drunk from the wedding you went to over That's the weekend? very possible. possible. Okay, very good.
2: We had a good time.
1: That That is uh, – is that the stirring conclusion of Overreaction Monday?
0: <laughs> now I'm done. Stirring. Okay, very good. <laughs> <The conclusion. laughs> hey, don't forget when Tom Brady went onto to the Barnes show – Remember he made that comment yeah, about they, keeping
1: this so and so mf'er instead yeah. of me. Yeah, we we kind of it's al- it al- was, you know, it's Tano. It, it could have been San Francisco though, Brockman. <laughs> let's start that rumor. Well, let's left. go with it. By the way, I definitely, I definitely need to know who that MFR was. I I like it was that. either Jimmy a- or Ryan, I think. Yeah. Right
2: it was Breeze. Oh, man.
1: I don't think it was Breeze. Uh, Let's take a break before Del Tufo tries to find that (laughs) soundbite. All right. When we come back, more of your calls and I definitely definitely got to hit more on that overtime stuff coming up next. on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
0: Afford Anything talks about how to avoid
1: common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... All right, back here on the Rich Eisen show. Let's go to the phone lines here on the uh, the program. Let's go to Jeff in Detroit. Uh, Jeffrey, how Jeffrey. are
0: you? Hey, what's up, Aunt uh, cousins? I, man, I, I want to share this. Cousin?
1: I want to share what? this with you, Jeff, because I thought of you when I left okay. the stadium last night. I looked down at my phone as soon as the game was over, right? And right. I looked down, and the first text that I have is from Chris Weber, and what it says is, that's my quarterback, with yeah. the N-Y in capital yes. letters.
0: Yes. That's and, what he texted. And, 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 and that sets me up perfectly, Uncle Rich. Everybody has that same feeling for him. Dan Orlovsky, I, I really love that guy. i hit on him in a second. But the one thing I want to say is that all Rams fans need to thank Matt Patricia, because due to the turmoil of the Lions' season, he was just done with the organization on a whole. Staffing. He had to get up out of there. Mm-hmm. He really did because what everybody else now knows is that the Detroit Lions organization ran a team like the car company, and you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to go ahead, put your money on on, on a for-sure thing. And they for some reason, they just didn't do that. I mean, you're talking about a guy who was, you were wasting his talents. 2016, Unc, the guy had eight, eight, come from behind wins in the fourth quarter. He was Captain Cardiac. We were call the Cardiac Cats. But it was just them just mistreating his career and just not putting the pieces around him and being sure with him like they are now. And listen, looking at him doing what he does the guy has always been clutch in my eyes. It's just that the world gets to see it now. When Darren Orlovsky was saying, he would want nobody but Matt Stafford to have the ball in the fourth quarter with no, with almost no time on the clock. The guy has a clock in his head, and his clutch gene just kicks in. Whenever he's behind, it's almost like Seabiscuit or uh, Secretary. you got to line up with that horse, and, and, and when you feel threatened, it's at that point that that clutch gene kicks in, and oh, my goodness, we are seeing some great, great football. My question to you, though, is this, uh, mm-hmm. In all your years of working at uh, NFL and, and doing this, how does this season stack up? Because, I mean, the last couple of mondays you guys come in it's basically just go for what you know you know the show basically writes itself Mm. this has been such great football like i said you can go six hours and talk about this this is some of the greatest football we've all ever experienced
1: yeah narrative generating machine thanks for the call jeff i appreciate it i'll take that uh, when the rest of the radio audience returns that's jeff in detroit right there talking about his quarterback and matthew stafford diehard lion fan Right there, back here on the terrestrial radio outfit. One of our callers, our friends, uh, friend uh, Jeff from Detroit, asked me, where does a season rank? I mean, you know, this is my 19th season with the NFL Network, and um, the way Week 18 ended, I said it was the greatest Sunday in the history of, of, of me covering the league. Remember Week 18 ended with, with the yeah. Steelers and and the Ravens and the Colts losing to the Jaguars and then the— Rams and the Niners playing each other while the Seahawks and the Cardinals played each other and the Saints had a chance to get in and we're gonna we're gonna get in but the Niners came back on the Rams and Arizona made it but the Rams won the division and then we and then we get the nightcap that couldn't end in a tie for the Steelers to advance and then it almost ended in a tie I mean that was insane the wild card weekend kind of stunk in terms of competition. The super wild card weekend were all blowouts, and then comes the divisional weekend where every single game ended with no time left on the clock or in overtime, and the first game of championship weekend ended like that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Both championships games decided by three points. Okay? So that's a rarity, too. The
2: last two weekends, every been, game been was terrific. three points, and then the Chiefs won on a walk-off touchdown in overtime. <sighs>
1: But I will take the prerogative of sitting here on the show to not only, uh, you know, answer calls and give people answers to questions that they provide, but also place front and center things of interest to me, especially revisiting them when I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so I will take that prerogative here. You know, we we sometimes zig when everyone else zags, because when I feel a zig right here and everybody else is zagging i'm gonna go with heart gut with my zig when everyone else is zagging that's what i'll do sometimes it won't be right this time it was the whole country going crazy the coin flip decided the bills and the chiefs the coin flip just a random flip of a coin 50 percent chance of losing a game just by a flip of the coin you spilled all your blood sweat and tears out on the field change the rules because the Chiefs won the toss and marched right down the field forget about all the stuff that happened beforehand at that very moment it's a coin flip that decided all that and we said no just play better defense and as a matter of fact came up with the idea of removing the randomness of the coin flip from the overtime and folding it into the opening coin toss that if you decide to take the ball, you win the opening coin toss, and you decide to take the ball to start the game, you not only start the game with it, you can start overtime with it because your opponent now gets to start the second half with it. And if there's somehow a second overtime, that team that starts the second half of the regulation, you can get to start the second overtime. So you remove the randomness from it, and you can actually plan. You can actually strategize if that's necessary. The randomness is removed. We thought we fixed it. And then the football gods decide to chime in on the subject matter. Because for anybody like us, Chris, TJ, DJ Mikey D when you're not doing something else. <laughs> For folks like us who are <laughs> saying after all that, when they were, they were, people were howling. howling, yeah. Change the overtime rules. Change. 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 You look at that. Uh, the, 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 the Chiefs got it and marched down the field. Who are you saying that Buffalo should play defense, that they're the first-ranked defense in the NFL, certainly on third down? That, 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 that side of the ball was gassed. <laughs> How, dare you.
0: How dare
1: you say play better defense? For the football gods then. To have the Kansas City Chiefs force overtime in the next game. Like, wow. Win the toss. Win the toss. Get the ball. Have Cincinnati play defense. Take the ball from Kansas City. Intercept Mahomes. And then win the game under the rules of overtime. As currently constituted? For that to happen? Chef's kiss.
0: For anybody
1: on the rich eyes right here, zigging while the rest of the world zagged. (laughs) Uh, For the actual action to illustrate what we've been saying here for a week? Amazing. Truly couldn't script it. And it's the football gods saying, we agree, Rich. Let's get them all. Let's hit them all now while we got the muscle. And I'm telling you, anybody out there who thinks that the league should have changed it or should still change it, (laughs) these get brought up in the competition committee, they will be like, did you see the tape of the AFC championship (laughs) game or did you not? Yeah, right. Well, both teams weren't playing the same way. Too bad. I mean, the football gods laying out exactly what we said. They could still improve it with the coin toss idea that we've put out there. (laughs) Hour three coming up, Marshall Falk. Honestly, I thought that, and I was going to put that in a tweet like, huh, so Kansas City forces overtime, wins the toss, the other team played defense and stopped them? Force a turnover. And then kick the field goal to win it. Huh. So it can work that way. I was going to tweet that up, and I thought my timeline would be a mess of Bills fans saying, well, we do play good defense normally, but we lost the toss and then have to go back and forth. And I'm like, you know what? It's sarcasm doesn't work, and it wouldn't have been in the direction of Bills fans. It had been in the direction of fans who thought that overtime rules should be changed, which was way more than just Bills fans in the last week. I mean, it was a nutty week for that subject matter. And I'm like, uh-oh, if the Chiefs score here and go down the field and oh, score here. man. But Mahomes was off, folks. Off. whole second. He half. was off, folks, in the second half.
2: And he was, like, running around and doing twists in the backfield and trying to find – I don't know what he, he was, was doing. He was
1: off second half, man. Actually, you could say he was off at the end of the first half by not dirting the ball – with seconds left to go, as soon as whatever they were planning to throw it in the end zone. When he flipped that ball out to Tyreek Hill, I'm like, what are you doing?
2: You put that what on you Andy Reid at all? Cause they, you know, yeah, Tracy, of course. Kick Tracy it. had the Kick report it. that Mahomes kind of talked him out of it. Kick it. Yeah.
1: Kick the field goal. Take the three. Would have helped, don't you think?
2: Well, and the game would have been to win.
1: Well, then, actually, what would have, yeah, I mean...
2: Because it would have been tied then. And-
1: Kick the field goal. We were assuming, you know, you, can't, yeah, yeah, you can't take it from there and assume the score is the same way. Sure. But yeah, you're getting the ball to start the second half. Like sometimes just you can go the speed limit. You can go the speed limit yeah. sometimes. You don't have to just rev the engine. Or just And just put, too bad. Patrick, I right? get it. I trust you. I love you. You're great. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. We were, down by, we were only up by 11 the last time, and we lost it. Let's go up by more than 11 this time in halftime, yeah. and we'll win it. Now, obviously, you could sit here and say what ended up happening.
2: But going side to side. That just
1: made no sense, man. Made no sense, and you put a pin in that, and guess what? The Bengals unpinned that thing, and they're in the Super Bowl. Marshall Falk coming up.